0: Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Hall of Famer today, gang. I am D.C. Lundberg here to pilot another edition of Locked On Mariners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, or of course, T-L-O-P-N or Tloppin. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program using whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners podcast or any program here on Tloppin. The Hall of Fame class of 2021 was announced yesterday from the plaque gallery of the Hall of Fame in Springfield, Massachusetts. And it was a very interesting class. The only man who was elected was former Mariners outfielder Ryan Radmanovich. Congratulations. No, no, no. I'm sure that you know by now that no one was elected. In addition, the Veterans Committee postponed their 2021 vote for a full year because of the virus that's going around. So there's no Hall of Fame class of 2021. They are classless. Just in the purest sense of the word, you know. However, there still will be a Hall of Fame ceremony this summer in Canton. Last year's ceremony was canceled also because of the virus, so last year's honorees will be honored this summer, if it doesn't get canceled, of course. Today we're going to talk about some of the voting totals of some of the bigger names that are on the ballot. There are three names that everyone's been looking at for the past few cycles. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, Curt Schilling. Let's get Schilling out of the way first, since he has uh, unique reasons for continuing to fall short. It's hard to talk about Kurt Schilling without getting into politics, something I swore I would never do on this program and I'm going to continue to not discuss politics. I don't remember where I got this, but I heard this way before I got into podcasting. That is, if you discuss politics, you will automatically piss off half your audience, and I'm not willing to do that. So I'm not touching any of this with a 10-foot pole. You can form your own opinions on Kurt Schilling on that front, but this is obviously what's keeping him out of the hall. In 2020, he garnered 278 votes, which was 20 votes uh, shy of enshrinement that year, 70% of the total. And in case you don't know, 75% is the required threshold to gain entry into the hall. And yes, gang, I know it's in Cooperstown. I've been there. Schilling gained seven votes in 2021 and 1.1 percentage votes. That's basically no move. He was 16 votes shy of enshrinement this time. And again, I'm not going to talk about Schilling's off-field issues in depth. I saw a piece on MLB Network yesterday where Bob Costas had said that Al Michaels told him that while broadcasters talk their way into the Hall of Fame, Schilling quote, may have talked his way out of the Hall of Fame, end quote. And yeah, that's true. There are a whole lot of people who don't like Schilling. And let's not forget that the voting poll for the Hall of Fame is the Baseball Writers Association of America. If you're not good to the press, you have a tougher time getting into the Hall of Fame. Barry Bonds may be suffering from that a little bit as well, in addition to his other issues. It was also speculated that poor press relations was partially what kept Jack Morris out of the Hall until the Veterans Committee gave him the nod. Back to Schilling, though. Most are saying that if Schilling would have kept his opinions to himself, that he'd be a surefire slam-dunk Hall of Famer. I'm not willing to call him a slam-dunk Hall of Famer. I used to kind of be on the fence with him based on his numbers alone. Let's go over some of these numbers. 216 wins seems low for a Hall of Famer. I never really gave much credence to win totals when thinking about who should or should not be in the Hall of Fame. Schilling is a good example because he played on some really bad uh, Philadelphia Phillies teams in the 1990s. He's got a career ERA of 346, which is slightly on the high side for Hall of Famers, but he also played in an in an era where offense was very high. He struck out 3,116. That's an average of 211 strikeouts per season. He walked 711. That's an average of 48 walks per season. That's pretty good. His career average is two walks per nine innings. That's really good. 8.6 strikeouts per nine innings. Also pretty good. And a strikeout-to-walk ratio of four three eight. He led the league in innings pitched twice. He led the league in complete games three times. He led the league in let's see those are strikeouts twice. He has three 300 strikeout seasons. 1997, 1998 and 2002. He also has led the league in whip twice. So those you know do with those numbers what you will. I'm not calling those slam dunk Hall of Fame numbers like I said I kind of used to be on the fence, but I do think these are Hall of Fame numbers and uh The question is whether the off-field stuff is enough to keep him out of the Hall of Fame in the eyes of enough voters, and it has been so far. I'm not going to rehash what we've already talked about. Will he get in? At this point, I really don't think so. And again, it's all the ancillary off-field issues that he brings on himself. Next year is his last shot, and frankly, I'm surprised that he gained at all this time. Joel Sherman did say on MLB Network that even though Schilling is not well-liked, to put it mildly, Sherman did point out that the vast majority of voters still voted for him, but I just don't see him gaining almost four percentage points Uh, on on his final ballot he was at 71.1 this time bonds and clemens are probably going to take up quite a bit of time just like Schilling did so we're going to save them for the second half of the show and talk about omar vizcal next his vote total went down this year in 2020 he garnered 52.6 percent of the vote but this time he managed 49.1 that's a difference of 3.5 percent five fewer votes However, in 2020, he made an almost 10-point jump over 2019, 9.8% to be exact. His vote total this year, the fact that he went down, rather, may be a product of the fact that there were 14 ballots that were returned completely blank. I don't know. The writers do play games while voting for the Hall of Famers, which is a big reason there's been only one unanimous choice. This was Vizquel's fourth attempt, so he's got six more chances. Considering he was over 50% last time, I I do still think he's got a good shot to make it eventually, but it'll be a few more years. I personally do think he's deserving. His defense was as good or better than Ozzie Smith's, and his offense was better than Ozzie Smith's ever was. And don't get me wrong, Ozzie Smith set the standard by which all shortstops will be measured defensively, his defense was off the charts good, and shortstop is maybe the most important position defensively on the field. For those reasons, yes, I'm glad Ozzy is in the hall. I think he deserves to be there. But if Ozzie is there, then Omar certainly deserves to be there as well. We are going to do the trivia corner, and yes, we are doing a hall pass. Today's subject enjoyed a 17-year major league career as an infielder. He has a 290, 356, 500 slash line. He's got 377 home runs, 560 doubles, 1,518 runs batted in. He has one MVP award. He is a five-time All-Star, a four-time Silver Slugger. And aside from his MVP win, he placed in the MVP voting 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 other Times. Yes or no on his Hall of Fame credentials, I will tell you who this is right after this word from betonline.ag. The NFL playoffs are in full swing and the NBA season's underway as well, not to mention the NHL season. And of course, bowling is back too, but this is not a sport that BetOnline uh, offers to bet on. So we're talking football, we're talking basketball, we're talking hockey. And there's only one place that has you covered, one place we trust. I said the name already, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer, gang. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code On, all one word, to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sports book experts. Visit our good friends and exclusive partner at, at BetOnline underscore AG to take advantage of the best bonuses in the business. Sign up today for a free account, and don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON for your sign-up bonus. Hashtag BetOnline. The Hall Pass. This is ordinarily where I tell you who the Hall Pass subject is. But I'm going to hold off on that because I'm going to talk about this person in the second half of the show, though I'm sure a lot of you know who it is. If you got a question or a comment, please do send it over to lockedonmariners at gmail.com. I will reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag segment. Questions and comments on any subject are encouraged. Please keep them family appropriate as this is a family show. And as I said earlier I don't discuss politics on this show, so no pol- political questions either, if you would please. Locked on Mariners at gmail.com once again is that address. Locked on Mariners uh, review of the 2021 Hall of Fame ballot, so to speak, will continue after this word from Rock Auto. Rockauto.com is a family business gang serving all Uh, auto parts customers online for 20 years go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers whether it's for your classic or for your daily driver get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door the rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands specs and prices you prefer best of all prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers alike Why spend up to twice as much money for the same parts? It makes no sense. So go on over to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car, truck, van, SUV, or crossover. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Welcome to the second half of Locked On Mariners. Here once again is your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thank you very much, Joey Martin. You know, ladies and gentlemen, you can get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, which is a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today today, wherever you get your podcasts. And now we're going to continue to talk about Hall of Famery in 2021, so to speak. But this is unusual. We have still have the Hall Pass subject outstanding. And this, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure that a lot of you figured this one out. He was on the Hall of Fame ballot, he gained a little bit. This was Jeff Kent. Jeff Kent hit 290. He slugged 500, 377 home runs, mostly as a second Baseman. When you think of second baseman, these are not second base numbers. These are numbers more befitting a left fielder or a third baseman. The guy was a great RBI man. He has an MVP win. He had 100 or more RBIs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight times. He hit 20 or more home runs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve times. He hit 25 or more. One, two, three, four, five, six times. He hit 30 or more doubles. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten times. He hit 40 or more doubles. One, two, three, four times. All in a four-year stretch between 1999 and 2002, his last four years with the Giants. And these and. he was driving in these runs on the same team that Barry bonds was on. So he hit with a base and he was hitting behind bonds. If, if memory serves a lot of the time. So he was hitting with the base is empty and still managed to drive in over a hundred runs multiple times from 1997 to 2005 every single season he drove in 100 or more runs except for 2003 and he drove in 93 he was very close to 100 runs batted in also usually when you have a second baseman who hits like this his defense isn't very good and while Kent was certainly no gold glove award winner he really wasn't very bad he was a league average second baseman defensively though this perception of poor defense is what's keeping him off of a lot of ballots, or at least that seems to be the generally accepted rule of thumb when it comes to his Hall of Fame voting totals the last several years. I think Jeff Kent does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. This year he garnered, uh, let's see, 32.4% of the vote, which is actually up from 2020. It's a 4.9 percentage point swing, 21 more votes. However, I think he's running out of time, if memory serves. Yeah, this was his eighth time on the ballot. He's only got two more shots at it, so I don't really see him getting in via the Writers Association. But he's a strong candidate, I think, for the Veterans Committee in the future. (sighs) <sighs> now for Bonds and Clemens. I would not classify what's keeping them out as off-field issues since their issues affected their on-field performance. Last year, Bonds accumulated 241 votes, equaling 60.7%. This time, he gained 7 votes, just as Curt Schilling did, and also gained an identical 1.1%, going to 618 Last year, Clemens got one more vote than Bonds, 242, 61%. This go-around, he gained five votes, and his uh, total this year was one fewer than Bonds, and he gained 0.6%. Like Schilling, both of these men were on their penultimate ballot, and the last few cycles, they've really stalled out. And gang, I would not vote for them if I had a vote. I have stated my opinions on PED users on this show before. The best example of this is the show I did just after Robinson Cano was busted for the second time. If you want my opinions, if you want to hear that show, I do encourage you to go back and listen to that one. And I realize there are going to be players who were never linked with PEDs or or who otherwise slip through the cracks who get enshrined into the Hall of Fame. I'm sure that there are a few in there now who never got caught and covered their tracks well enough. The system is not perfect. Next year is the last chance for both of them. And since they gained pretty much nothing this year, as they gained almost nothing last year, I don't think they're going to make it next year. If one or both of them did, however, I would be very interested to see how the crowd at the ceremony accepts them since they are so polarizing shilling too but i don't think he's getting in either speaking of bonds specifically there are people out there who want to separate bonds's career and only consider his numbers prior to 1999 during those 13 years 1986 through 1998 he played 1898 games he slashed 290 566 those are Fantastic numbers. He hit 411 home runs, 403 doubles. He stole 445 bases. He walked 1,357 times, and that's against 1,050 strikeouts. He was an eight-time All-Star during that period, won three MVP awards, and had a second place finish in 1991 to Terry Pendleton, and placed in the MVP voting every year from 1990 through 1998. He won seven Silver Sluggers and eight Gold Gloves. He also led the National League in walks multiple times, on-base percentage multiple times, OPS multiple times, hit a league-leading 46 home runs in 1993. It's a shame, because he did not need PEDs to be historically great. But I personally cannot separate the two careers. If he would have retired after 1998, you know, to me, those are Hall of Fame numbers. It is a shame, ladies and gentlemen. Ha ah, yeah, that is unfortunately the note on which we're going to end today's program. Next time out, we'll be the fan mailbag, however. If you would like to submit a question or comment, remember the email address is lockedonmariners at gmail.com. Clive Braithwaite IV will be here to read the emails, as he always does. And joining us will be Ted Baxter, Boober Fraggle, and a giant pretzel. Thanks for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Whether this is your first episode or whether you're a longtime listener, I appreciate each and every one of you. Please join us next time. This is Joey Martin for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.